You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Football Friday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast is brought to you by Pepsi. Thanks to a lack of natural athleticism or commitment or overbearing sports parents, fewer than 1% of 1% of 1% of people will ever play professional football. But instead of entering the NFL, they've joined another league, the League of Football Watchers. This season will be different and Pepsi is here to get you ready for game day no matter how you watch. Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game. It's made for those who watch it. Pepsi, made for football watching. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. And we have a ton of football to watch this weekend, Titans fans, including a week six matchup against the division rival Houston Texans. And we are going to break down every aspect of the game today on the Locked on Titans podcast. I have my keys to victory. I have my player matchups to watch. Also, while we go over all of those, we are going to be doing it from a schematic standpoint, breaking down the X's and O's that you need to watch each and every key. And then we are going to round out today's show, as we always do on a Friday, Updating you on the most recent injury report, going over all of the fantasy information in my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview, and hitting all of the gambling information and keeping it plus 100, including my prediction, score, and result for the game. So a big day on the Locked On Titans podcast on this Football Friday. But on Monday, we are going to come back with a great week of content. Got a game breakdown with Titan Up and Titan Down and all of my notes from the game on Sunday. Tuesday will be a Tick Tack Tuesday that will include our first film breakdown of the week, our Tic Tac 4-pack where I break down the four most impactful plays from the Titans game on Sunday, and I will have my visual film breakdown on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans, so make sure you follow me there as well. Wednesday is Rewatch Wednesday. I'm going to be going over all of my extra insights and additional analysis from re-watching the coaches tape from the Titans game on Sunday. Thursday, we will be back with a crossover Thursday conversation with Chris Carter from the Locked on Steelers podcast. And then, of course, one week from today, we will be back previewing the Titans week seven matchup. So make sure that you subscribe to the Locked on Titans podcast on Apple Podcast. Follow on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, or whatever platform you do stream so you don't miss a single second of the fire content I will be putting out Monday through Friday throughout the entire year. But it's week six, and we have to go over all of the keys to the game on offense and defense, the matchups to watch, fantasy, gambling, injuries, and much, much more today on the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. Although the Tennessee Titans currently sit undefeated at 
4-0. And the Houston Texans are at a disappointing 1-4. I expect this matchup to be much closer than the records would indicate. The Houston Texans are coming off their first win of the season over the Jacksonville Jaguars after firing their former head coach, Bill O'Brien. And as we see year after year in the NFL, teams do tend to get a little bit of a bump in their performance after they fire their coach midseason. Also, the Texans have the opportunity to either go to 2-4 and four or go to 1-5 and five on the year. And as the Tennessee Titans proved to the NFL last year, going 2-4 and four is not the end of your season, but 1-5 and five certainly feels much different. So the Texans will be playing with an emotional bump from the firing of their coach and the intensity that comes along with fighting for the fate of your season. So the Titans will have to match that intensity. And one way that they will have to do that and one of the keys to victory for them will be dominating in the running game with Derrick Henry. The Houston Texans are currently the second worst rushing defense in the NFL, allowing 160 yards per game to their opponents. Also, some of their front interior defenders have been some of the worst defenders in the NFL against the run so far this season. Per pro football focus, here are some of the run defense grades for the Texans' interior. Dunn, their nose tackle, at a 39.9 out of 100. Hall at a 66.7. Charles Amenahue at 48.2. Brendan Scarlett at 51.0. Whitney Merciless at a 30.5. So that's a big area of advantage the Titans will have, and it'll be a good opportunity to get Derrick Henry going as he has performed well so far this season but hasn't been quite as efficient as the Titans would hope. The second key to victory for the Tennessee Titans comes on the defense. And as opposed to the game plan against the Buffalo Bills, where the Titans wanted to just rush three, drop back in coverage, make Josh Allen beat them by throwing against eight defenders in zone coverage, the Titans need to find a way to bring zone blitzes against Deshaun Watson and bring pressure against a Texans offensive line that has given up 17 sacks this year. That's the fifth most in the NFL. The Titans will need to mix up their zone coverages as again currently the secondary isn't really built to play man coverage and they certainly won't be able to match the speed of the Texans wide receivers so it would make sense for the Titans to continue playing zone coverage but find a way to mix in some zone pressures with that coverage to get pressure on Deshaun Watson while also confusing him with different looks including cover two and cover four focus on two high safety zone coverages which historically have given Deshaun Watson problems and that offensive line can be attacked especially on the right hand side where tackle Tyus Howard currently has a 59.6 grade on the season per pro football focus. He has been achieved so far this year and the Titans can get good matchups on Tyus Howard by getting double teams on Jeffrey Simmons on the other side having Jadavian Clowney get some of that attention and finding ways to get one-on-one opportunities with those players against Tyus Howard, including Harold Landry and Vic Beasley. Also, the Texans receivers aren't the best in the NFL at creating separation, so if the Titans do a good job with their man coverage and get pressure on Watson, then he won't have a lot of time and a lot of opportunity to fit balls into his wide receivers who won't be able to get away from zone coverage that the Titans have shown they can succeed with. And then the final key to victory for the Titans will be continuing their hot start 
in the red zone on offense. The Texans' defense, one of their bright spots is they are the seventh best defense in the NFL at stopping their opponents in the red zone, only giving up a touchdown on 54.5% of the red zone opportunities for their opponents. The Titans, of course, are the second best offense in the NFL at red zone opportunities, converting touchdowns on 82.4% of those red zone chances. So that is a strength on strength matchup between the Titans and the Houston Texans that the Titans will have to get to go in their favor to be able to beat the Texans on Sunday. Another key factor in the outcome of the game against the Texans will be individual matchups on offense and defense. In our next conversation, I am going to move to the individual matchups all over the field and talk about where the Titans will have to succeed to be 5-0 after the weekend. But before we go into that portion of the show, I want to tell you guys about Built Go. Whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it every day with Go. Built Go comes in an easy-to-take 1.5-ounce package. You can put it easily in your briefcase, your golf bag, or like me, throw a couple in your book bag. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's 5-hour energy, but without that crash feeling. And it's natural, so it's better for your body. It's like drinking a monster energy drink but with a third of the caffeine and much better results and of course as you have come to expect from the people at built three delicious flavors available of built go the peanut butter honey the chocolate coconut and the chocolate mint but how does built go work so well well built go combines energy gel with a collagen protein and collagen protein is fast absorbing so it gets into your system quick and it's easy on your stomach it's also loaded with a bunch of good stuff to help ignite your workout beta alanine b3 honey that kick of caffeine b6 b12 plus because it has that collagen protein it promotes joint soft tissue hair and skin health the stuff literally makes you look better so make sure that you visit BuiltGo.com and use promo code LOCKED and you'll get 20% off your next order. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. fans, let's continue breaking down this week six matchup against the Houston Texans. We started off the show on a macro level, talking about dominating in the run game against a porous Texans run defense, bringing pressure against a leaky Texans offensive line with zone blitzes, and then staying hot in the red zone on offense against a solid Texans red zone defense, but now let's zoom in a little bit and look at some of the matchups that can help the Titans win this game, and the number one matchup that I want to take a look at is on the offensive side of the ball, and that's the Titans tight ends going up against the Texans linebackers, and this may be something that I talk about every single week, but it's a major advantage that the Titans do have, especially here against a Texans linebacker core that really struggles in pass coverage. We have Brennan. Scarlet at 62.5 coverage grade per pro football focus. Bernardrick McKinney at a 61.8. And then in the cellar, Zach Cunningham at a 33.1. So what the Titans want to do is they want to find ways to get their tight ends isolated against those linebackers. And one way that they can get Jonu Smith 
and Anthony Ferkser matched up against those linebackers is by playing a lot of heavy tight end personnel and not just with two tight ends, but also possibly with a fullback, somebody like a Jeff Swaim who got an opportunity to play some fullback on in the game against the Buffalo Bills. So if the Titans use heavy personnel, that's going to keep the Texans in their base package on defense. The Texans want to play nickel. They want to have five defensive backs out there, four linemen, and two linebackers. That's their best defensive personnel package. The Titans need to get them out of that and get more linebackers and more defensive linemen on the field as that's where the Houston Texans struggle at this time. So if the Titans can get Anthony Ferkser, Jonu Smith, and Jeff Swaim all out on the field at the same time, it will force the Houston Texans to go to their base defense, put more linebackers out on the field, and then the Titans can use that opportunity to get Jonu Smith and Anthony Ferkser matched up one-on-one against Scarlett, McKinney, and Cunningham. So that's one way that the Titans are going to be able to stay hot in the red zone, which was a macro level uh, matchup key to watch there, or key to watch for the game. Uh, One way that the Titans can take advantage of the Texans in the red zone is by having those heavy packages, making the Texans think that they're going to Derrick Henry, and then getting Jonu Smith or Anthony Ferkser one-on-one with those linebackers. So that's how those two things kind of meld together. Let's stay on the offensive side of the ball, and I think the next big matchup will be whoever the Z receiver is for the Titans. So the X receiver for the Titans, which is what people think of when people talk about a number one wide receiver in the NFL, schematically speaking, you're talking about an X receiver. And A.J. Brown is going to be able to play the X receiver in this game, and he's going to be matched up one-on-one with Bradley Roby. Pretty much throughout, they're going to have Roby shadow A.J. Brown. And Roby has been the 30th best cornerback out of 116 this year with a 66.8 grade per pro football focus. Focus, and he is a guy who will shadow the best receiver on the other team. I think uh, the the big reason for that is because Roby is so much better than the other boundary cornerback who we're going to talk about in a second, but I wouldn't call Roby one of the better corners in the league who's deserving of being a, a movable chess piece, but that's what the Texans will do against A.J. Brown, Bradley Roby. So in the slot, you're going to see Eric Murray, who's actually been a bright spot for the Texans, against Adam Humphreys, who returned from COVID-19 earlier this week. He has a 68.2 grade. That is Eric Murray as a cornerback this year. He is number 28 out of 116. So Murray's been good in the slot. Roby hasn't been bad on the boundary and he'll be going up against A.J. Brown. So that means that the other matchup on the field, that'll be Texans cornerback Vernon Hargraves who has a 45.5 grade this year per pro football focus. He's rated 96th out of 116 cornerbacks, he will have the opportunity to go up against whether it be Khalif Raymond, Cam Batson, Nick Westbrook, Cody Hollister, whichever one of those wide receivers is the wide receiver that will be going up against Hargreaves, they have to combine for a good day. They can rotate. It doesn't have to be the same guy who's constantly beating Hargreaves. It can be anyone. It can be any of those four. I'm looking for a combined effort from those role players. They have to play well in this game for the Titans offense. Moving to the defensive side of the ball. One thing that I do want to mention here, it's kind of breaking news. Not breaking now. It's been a few hours. But Jeffrey Simmons will return from COVID-19. So... That leads me into my next big matchup to watch, and that is the Titans' interior defensive line 
against the Texans' interior offensive line. I've already talked at length about how the Texans' offensive line is leaky. It's porous as well, and they have really struggled. They've given up 17 sacks, like I said, fifth most on the year. Somebody like Atias Howard really struggling in his player grade. They don't have a good set of guards with Zach Fulton and Senio Calamete, so they, they don't have a good interior pair of guards. They have a terrible right tackle. It is an opportunity for the Titans' interior defensive line to dominate not only in the pass rush, but also in the run game. Jeff making his return should get a ton of attention. Daquan had a solid game against the Bills, although he's a little banged up right now. Harold Landry, which was a surprising thing to me, got more inside reps than Clowney did, but also Clowney will be used to penetrate in the interior. So the Titans' interior defensive line and those two edge rushers who get snaps on the interior will have to take advantage of a terrible Texans interior line and right tackle. That'll be a big thing for the Titans going forward. Also, also, the Titans will have to stop Will Fuller. That'll be the primary concern in the passing game for the Titans. I need them to bring those blitzes, those zone defenses, but the Titans have to make sure that their primary concern, whether they're in zone or they're in man, is making sure that Will Fuller doesn't use that speed to beat them deep. Will Fuller is not a a nice route runner. He's not a pristine route guy who's going to be breaking people off with his routes. He's a speed guy who can get separation by going deep, catching people off guard and using that speed. The Titans have to keep their eyes on Will Fuller. Don't let him get free just using his speed. Make him work to get open and they should be able to have success. Fuller has 22 catches, 332 yards and three touchdowns on the year. He's clearly Watson's number one target now that Deshaun or now that uh, DeAndre Hopkins is gone. So it's really important that the Titans make sure they limit Fuller as none of the other receiving threats that they have, whether it be Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks, not worried about any of those receiving threats. Darren Fells, none of those guys really scare you. The only one that really does is Will Fuller. So the Titans, if they keep eyes on him, then they can have a more aggressive game plan than they had against the Bills. And that'll be pretty exciting to watch. The last thing that I want to mention here is one more thing on defense. And the Titans linebackers, Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, even Kenny Vaccaro and Kevin Byard, they're going to have to play well against the Texans' tight ends in the red zone. Deshaun Watson really looks for those tight ends in the red zone. Darren Fells, who replaced Jordan Aikens, who got injured earlier this year, Fells already has two touchdowns on the season, so Watson really looks for his tight end in the red zone. The Titans linebackers have to be ready for that. The Titans defense is struggling in the red zone still this year, so one thing that would help them correct that in this game is their linebackers being ready to cover those tight ends in the red area. But that is going to do it for the individual matchups in this game. We are going to move forward into our miscellaneous and fun section to end off today's show. Going to talk the most recent injury report for both teams. Also going to talk fantasy and my beautiful dark twisted fantasy preview. And also cover the gambling aspect of the game and keeping it plus 100. Let's 
cap off today's show and this week of the Locked on Titans podcast by going over the most recent injury report for both teams, the Titans and the Texans. Also, some fantasy with my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview and some gambling with keeping it plus 100. So let's dive right into the Titans injury report coming from Thursday's practice. Wide receiver A.J. Brown and outside linebacker Jadavian Clowney did not participate. Both of them showing with knee injuries, hoping that is just a rest day for both of those players. Linebacker Nick DeZubnar was limited with a shoulder. Chris Jackson, the rookie cornerback, was limited with a hamstring. Daquan Jones... The defensive lineman who came back from COVID and had a nice game against the Bills did not participate with a foot injury. That is something that has me concerned. Jonathan Joseph, limited with a hamstring. Joshua Kalu, limited with a shoulder. Dennis Kelly, limited with a groin. Taylor Lewan, limited with a shoulder. Jeremy McNichols, limited with a rib injury. Chris Milton did not participate after a fantastic outing on special teams. On Tuesday, with a foot injury, Laurel Murchison limited with an ankle, Kareem Orr limited with illness, Jonu Smith limited with a quad, Nick Westbrook-Akeen limited with a hamstring, and then Malcolm Butler limited with a quad. I would imagine all of that is just necessary to give these guys rest in what is a very short week coming off of a game without any practice before that for a multitude of days. So the Titans are just being overly cautious with everyone's health. A little bit concerned about Daquan and Chris Milton, but primarily concerned with rookie running back Darrington Evans, who was placed on IR on Thursday with a hamstring injury. He will be out a minimum of three games, and it makes a lot of sense why the Titans protected running back Deontay Foreman on their practice squad, especially with Jeremy McNichols also being on this injury report with a rib injury. The Titans may have to bring up Deontay Foreman as one of their practice squad call-ups for the game on Sunday, and it could be a revenge game for Deontay Foreman, of course, as he most recently played with the Houston Texans. Moving to the Texans injury report, much more limited, and I say that pun intended, than the Titans. Tight end Jordan Aikens is limited with an ankle and a concussion in Thursday's practice. Linebacker Dylan Cole, a knee, was limited as well. Running back Buddy Howe, a hamstring, was limited. Linebacker Peter Kalambaya was limited with a hamstring. Outside linebacker Jacob Martin was limited, was a full participant with an ankle. And then Laramie Tunsil was limited with a shoulder. The Texans really aren't too beat up at this moment in time with their current roster standards. So uh, both teams... You know, obviously dealing with uh, being beat up throughout an NFL season, but it doesn't look like anyone is in a very bad spot at this moment in time outside of the Titans with a long list of players, well, a a less long list of players now still on the COVID-19 list. Let's move into some fantasy information in my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy preview. First off, it's, it's, it's wild that Ryan Tannehill is where he is right now. I know that the Titans are expected to run the ball pretty heavily against a bad run defense for the Texans, but right now Tannehill is the 14th most expensive quarterback on DraftKings at 5,900. 14th? He's not even in the top 10? 
I mean, at that point, you could probably build a pretty solid lineup with Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback. Expect to get a pretty good outcome from a Titans offense that continues to score over 30 points like clockwork. Derrick Henry's the fourth most expensive running back at 7,300, but considering the Texans' lapses in run defense, this might be a week where you can use some of those savings you get with other players and use them on a really solid foundation piece like Derrick Henry. The Titans have a really good chance to score a lot of points against the Houston Texans, so it might not be a bad week to kind of load up on some Tennessee Titans. If you're talking about value, I know that he's got Bradley Roby as a shadow this week, but A.J. Brown, 21st most expensive wide receiver, only at 5600 I mean, that is an incredible value, and you're not going to get a value like that on A.J. Brown uh, many times throughout the season. So I know he's got a, 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 I guess I wouldn't call it difficult, but a worse matchup than if he got matched up against Hargreaves. If the if the Titans can get A.J. Brown matched up one-on-one against Hargreaves, they can attack that all day long. But I would imagine that Roby will travel with A.J. Brown, but I still think A.J. Brown can win that matchup. And at that good of a value at $5,600, Kind of got to take a look at that. And then Jonu Smith, $5,200. He's still behind a guy like TJ Hawkinson as the fifth most expensive tight end. Heck, I'm running with Jonu Smith in Daily Fantasy all day. So quite honestly, I would consider all these options in Daily Fantasy, Tannehill, Henry, AJ, and Jonu. The Titans could score a decent amount of points in this game. If you're in season long, you're streaming quarterback, Ryan Tannehill is not a bad option. You're obviously playing AJ, Henry, or Jonu if you have them in your league. Moving into keeping it plus 100. Talk about the gambling aspect of this game before I give you my game prediction. The Titans are currently three and a half point favorites in this game. The over-under is 53. So from my perspective, I think the Titans can cover that three and a half. I don't feel incredibly comfortable about it. I think the Titans could win by three. That's not crazy. That's been right in the realm of where I think things could go. But I feel comfortable enough where I could throw I could throw a little bet on it. I could throw a little cash on it. You know, I don't feel comfortable with the over-under whatsoever at 53. I could see it going over for sure. I could see it going under. I could see both ways. So I really don't like playing that over-under. But if you got yourself a little bit of a teaser, get the Titans plus two and a half, getting some points at home. Then you push up or push down the score, get yourself a 47 over under and put that over. I think over 47, Titans plus two and a half. I would hammer that, quite frankly. So a little teaser there. But as for just the base numbers, for me, I would dabble. With I wouldn't put my mortgage on it, but I would dabble with Titans minus three and a half, and I would avoid the over under at fifty three. But that leads me into my score prediction, and I'll be transparent with you guys. Originally, I had twenty seven twenty three written down, which the Titans minus three and a half. You'd win that bet, win by four points. But the more I think about it, the more I see thirty one twenty three Titans. I think the Titans can win by eight in this game, four touchdowns and a field goal. The Texans will get a late touchdown to make it twenty three. It'll be you know thirty one to sixteen after the Texans get a few field goals, things like that. But I think ultimately the Titans win this game thirty one to twenty three. I would take that minus three and a half 
ultimately, like I said, wouldn't put my mortgage on it, but I, I don't think it's uh, incredibly risky either. So 31 to 23, the Tennessee Titans moved to 5 and 0 is my prediction. So on today's Locked On Titans, I gave you an incredible breakdown of the keys to the game for them to win over the Texans on Sunday. Of course, that was dominate the ground game with Derrick Henry, bring zone blitzes and mix up your zone coverages throughout the game to get pressure on the Texans offense, stay hot in the red zone on offense against the Texans red zone defense. The matchups to watch, Jonu Smith and Anthony Ferkser getting one-on-one opportunities against the Texans linebackers by having heavy personnel and getting the Texans to play base defense. Then, on the defensive side of the ball, or on the offensive side of the ball as well, Khalif Raymond, Cam Batson, Nick Westbrook, Cody Hollister, one-on-one against Vernon Hargreaves for the Texans' defense. On the defensive side of the ball for the Titans, whoever's guarding Will Fuller, whether it be in zone or man, you have to make sure that he doesn't get loose over the top with this speed. Also, Jeff, Daquan, Landry, Clowney, Jack Crawford have to dominate the Texans' interior offensive line. And then finally, the Titans' linebackers have to be able to guard the Texans' tight ends in the red zone as that's an obvious target for Deshaun Watson. But that is going to do it for today's show along with the injury report, the fantasy information, the gambling, and my score prediction of 31-23. to What a jam-packed Football Friday on the Locked on Titans podcast. I am going to be back with you guys on Monday to give you my keys to victory or keys to the loss for the Titans. Also, give out individual grades and tighten up and tighten down and then run over what took place in the AFC South on Sunday, give you an update of where the Titans sit in the standings, not only in the AFC South, but also in the AFC as a conference. So excited to bring that content to you. Remember, a Tic Tac Tuesday awaits with the Tic Tac 4-pack, breaking down the four most impactful plays of the week. Also, Wednesday, rewatch Wednesday, giving you my additional insights, my extra tidbits from re-watching the coaches tape. Thursday, crossover Thursday conversation. It'll be with Chris from Locked On Steelers. Friday, another game preview. Subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream and follow me on Twitter at Tic Tac Titans as well. We always have a fantastic time on Sunday talking about the game with the incredible set of listeners that I do have on this show. Also, friendly reminder, you feel like throwing a five-star review in there for me or a review of any kind, let me know how I'm doing. I really do appreciate those. It helps other people find the show. I don't ask for a lot, so I would appreciate those reviews. And I will come back on Monday and read some of the recent reviews that we have been getting because I do appreciate that. And I'm going to shout you guys out and read your review on the show when you put them in there so thank you for everything excited to have titans football back on a sunday i will be back with you on monday to break everything down as always i am your host tyler roland and this was locked on titan